Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I'm so excited to be back here with you this week, serving up personal and spiritual growth conversations. Today's episode is going to be a little different from normal. I'm going to start using a lens for this podcast that I've already been using, but I want to really explain to you why and how kind of the format of the podcast will be moving forward. So I'm excited about it. It feels so aligned with me and just what I'm about and the tools that I've used on my own healing journey. And so I'm really excited to tell you about it. (laughs) Before I get into the episode, as always, I just want to thank you for listening to the show. I hope you're enjoying it. If you are, please, please, please do me a favor. And in the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app, rate and review the show. It's so helpful to spread the word about the show and also to um, find new listeners. They apparently, you know, the Apple rankings is all about how many reviews you've got. So please help girl out, leave a review, share in the review why you like the show. I would really appreciate it. And so let's get into the topic for this week. So I've been kicking around this idea for a long time and it feels so exciting and just so like no brainer that I am really excited to share it with you here today. So as many of you know that have listened, Attachment Style is one of my absolute favorite tools It's something that I'm so curious about. I often look at other healing modalities, whether it's human design, astrology, or even tarot. I look at these things with the lens of attachment style in my brain. And so I've just realized recently that even though I talk about being a fearful avoidant on the show all the time, I'm not necessarily describing the show as a show for fearful avoidance. And what I want to do is to use the lens of being a recovering fearful avoidant as the main topic of the show. So still having the same personal and spiritual growth conversations, still having some amazing coaches, guides, healers come on the show, um, but making sure that in each conversation I'm talking about tools and resources that are useful for the recovering fearful avoidant. Because let me tell you, the recovering fearful avoidant is one of the most in need populations on this world. Oh, so I want to serve you. These conversations are free. And I can tell you that listening to podcasts in the beginning of my journey was so critical to learn new um, tools and systems and just kind of reframe my brain around how to heal my own attachment style. So I'm really excited to be making this kind of focus. This is the focus of the show. And (laughs) before I go any further, I want to talk about what a fearful avoidant is because I'm sure some of you are like, what the fuck? So fearful avoidant is a type of attachment style. It has a few other names. You might've heard it referred to as disorganized attachment or something. I think it's anxious avoidant. So it's got a lot of names and it basically describes um, someone that experienced a lot of trauma in their childhood. 
Usually their caregiver was abusive. And so they couldn't trust their caregiver growing up. And so what happened is the fearful avoidant actually switches between the anxious preoccupied and the decisive avoidant attachment style at any moment in order to basically survive life. (laughs) And so I want to just briefly go over attachment styles and then talk about how healing my own attachment style has really changed my entire life. So the attachment style system is actually, it's founded by the work of John Bowlby and Mary Ainsworth. And what they did was they studied children uh, walking into a room after their caregiver dropped them off, almost like daycare. And what they discovered is that um, there's four different types of attachment styles. The first one is secure. This represents about 50% of the population. When their caregiver dropped them off, they were sad. They might have cried, but they quickly recovered and they were able to interact with other um, humans and play with other kids. Play with toys. Be like, you know, okay, they're coming back. I'm going to be fine. The anxious preoccupied when they were dropped off were, they became very anxious after their caregiver left and they became clingy. I always think of um, anxious preoccupied as like very dog paddly, especially when I'm in that like mindset. And they were worried that their caregiver wasn't going to come back. And so they were like propelled towards the other humans in the room for safety. And then as if they like, they needed that other human for the safety, if that makes sense. And then the dismissive avoidant, when they were dropped off in the room, they didn't want to interact with anyone. (laughs) Stan Tatkin, who's done a lot of research on this, he wrote the book, We Do. He describes actually the dismissive avoidant as an island. Like that's the analogy he uses to describe this type. And so I like to think of them basically, or a lot of us as an island. I don't need anyone. It's actually not safe to interact with anyone else. So I'm good. I'm here. Don't talk to me. I can play on my own. And then the fearful avoidant, they get dropped off in the room and they switch off between the two attachment styles. So they are clingy and they, they're needy and they want other humans. But then once they actually interact with the other human, they're scared because they can't trust their caregiver or they couldn't trust their caregiver. And so they're very much like that. Then they kind of turn dismissive warning, like, get the fuck away from me. I actually don't need you. I just want to be an island. So it's a really fascinating attachment style. But we are indeed the most vulnerable of all the attachment styles. And it means the fearful avoidant actually usually like leans one way, anxious, preoccupied, or dismissive avoidant. And so it means that we know both of the attachment style strategies, which I think is so fascinating. It's like we get kind of the full spectrum of the human experience. And this population, oh my God, I just, I, as a member of this population, I know how much help we need. We need the most help because our biggest core wound is trust because we couldn't trust our caregiver. That's from the research of Thais Gibson. So I think that a lot of episodes that I have had on and will continue to showcase is going to be about building trust because this, I, what I've seen is that my attachment style actually relates to my kind of all the relationships I have in my life, my relationship to money, my relationship to my career, my boss, my partner in life, but then also spirituality, God, universe. Like I couldn't trust my parents growing up. So how am I going to trust God? Like how am I going to trust that universe has my back? So to me, bringing those types of conversations, that focus of the conversation in 
in the future of this um, podcast is super important in order to serve the most in need population. I was recently reading a book by an amazing coach. I love her so much. She does a lot of somatic embodiment and she just has this phenomenal book about um, kind of becoming your own wild animal. And she had a section of the book that was about attachment style. And I was so excited when I got there. I'm like, oh my God, yes, this system has helped me so much. I'm so excited to read, you know, her take on it. And she literally says, there are three types of attachment styles. And just right there, I was like, what? What do you mean? Just three. And then she goes on to say there is a fourth, but not that many people are that type of attachment style. And my heart just sank because I just thought, you know, that's a bummer that they weren't mentioned because they need the most help. They suffered the most abuse growing up, the most trauma growing up, and they can hide it so well. Because we learned to hide it so well. We stored it, we stored all that trauma and all that anxiety into our bodies. And it's still there. It is still there, but it needs to be healed. So my commitment is to serve the fearful avoidant population. And I think by serving the fearful avoidant population, I'm also serving both the anxious and the dismissive avoidant. I'm really excited about it. I hope you can hear it in my voice. I this I'm it's something I'm just so incredibly passionate about and it's something that's helped me so much. So I want to share a little bit about why it's helped me so much. It has helped me gain the most incredible amount of confidence because before I started to heal my um attachment style, I was so hypervigilant everything that was around me, every conversation that I was in, I was just picking up cues. And I still do this a little bit to this day, but picking up cues of how I might not be safe and really making so many stories out of it. Like, oh no, my boss is upset. They must be upset at me. What did I do? And then I go through, you know, through the entire day in my brain. I'm like, what did I do today that I could possibly have upset them? And then when I interact with them, I've already got this guilt going on in my brain. So I'm showing up kind of, you know, (laughs) already depleted to the conversation and looking and searching for that moment where I know that I'm not safe. Another thing that's really helped me healing my attachment style is to work on my guilt and shame. One of the exercises that Thais Gibson has in the personal development school is to do a guilt and shame exercise at the end of each day and just do a little dump of like, how often did I feel guilt or shame today? And then process each moment, each time that I felt those feelings. And I started to realize that I was feeling guilt and shame a lot throughout the day, like a lot. It was almost like I was addicted to this emotion, to these emotions. And so starting to just log it and then equilibrate it. So try to find some compassion for myself, a little bit of grace notice where I'm innocent in this situation. That's where I started to make some incredible change in my life. And so those tools, then doing some inner child work, shadow work, which I've talked a lot about on this show, those tools have all really helped me to find my confidence. And then in this last year, what I've really been doing actually is EMDR. EMDR does not work for everyone, but it ta- I take really well to it apparently. So I actually haven't been doing very much this year to kind of practice and get into actually working on my attachment style, but I have noticed that through doing EMDR, the story that I've always had in the back of my head, which is I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, um, I'm not deserving, 
is slowly dissipating in the I have started to build an incredible amount of self-love, which I've seen just through seeing my body in the mirror, listening to myself when I'm editing the podcast. It's amazing. So what I really want to do with this show is provide free, entertaining, because I can't not be funny, conversations on spiritual and personal growth for the recovering fearful avoidant. Because living the lit AF life is our birthright, is absolutely unquestionably our birthright. And waking up every day and feeling ashamed and feeling guilty and not feeling enough and not trusting anyone doesn't have to be our truth. And I want to be here on this journey with you. I just want to say, I love you so much. I love you so, so, so much. I'm excited to be here with you. If you have any questions about this subject or you just want to share with me that you've just recently discovered what your attachment style is, please reach out to me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. You can um, send me a DM, comment on my most recent post, whichever it is. You can find me at it's me, Sarah Cohan. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N. Please don't be a stranger. I really do want to hear from you. And I just want to say I'm so honored and excited to be here with you. It is such a privilege. Just it's an honor, truly an honor. And I pledge to you to bring on fantastic trauma-informed coaches and healers to talk with them about how to heal, but then also really how to heal that trust wound that we all experience. <sighs> feels really good to share this with you all. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be back here next week with another wonderful conversation for the fearful avoidant. All right. Thank you so much. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week. <laughs>